0: Put the on-air sign. Funk, does that funk, mean we're on-air? Does it actually put us on-air when you hit that light?
1: I don't think it does anything except for turn the on-air light on. Yeah.
0: Well... Are we on air, even if it's I not on? I mean,
1: technically, on? we're always on air because we're recording it, right?
0: Are we? I have no idea. How does this work? It's a uh, podcast. I guess technically, not,
1: we're never know. on air because what? we're not on the airwave. No,
0: we're not. <laughs> and so, therefore, where does it go? Nowhere. <laughs> the
1: internet. This is really. Yes. A, yep, Jeff. But that's you were <laughs> saying
0: you're you like fonts. You have a font thing. See, this is I do, an age discrepancy here. I do think here.
1: typography is important. Why for, is it important? For example, yes. if you send out a memo to your entire staff in Comic Sans, or is it Comic Sans? Is that Comic Sans sucks. Yeah. No one's going to take you seriously. No, Comic Sans sucks. <laughs> <sand> sucks.
0: Comic Sans sucks. Comic Sans sucks. Come on, can I get that much out of you people? Come on. You know it sucks. You know it does. You oh, know like Comic does. <laughs> Okay. So, but you have one. That, is that the one you hate the most? Comic oh, sans. Oh yes,
1: I despise Comic sans. Yeah. I hate it. But
0: you, when when your back is to the wall, what font do you use?
1: Uh, I don't know that I have a go to. Um...
0: I think you do.
2: Come on, I don't what know. is it? I think you do,
0: Stephanie.
1: <laughs> I honestly. What is your go to? I don't know. I use Arial a lot. I like the Sans Serif fonts. You like, changed I your saying, answer <laughs>
0: even from before no, we plan. were on. You said Before you, it was a Sans Serif, well, whatever Well, Sans Serif is yeah. a
1: family of fonts, as far as I understand, family of fonts. where they don't have the little flourishes. They, what, do they
0: reproduce? What is this?
1: No, they don't, they don't have the little flourishes on the left. No flourishes. No. I'm sure Tom can clarify. Yeah. What's
0: that? Well, he's not on now. I'm talking to you. Oh. What's that? What? Arial? I don't think so. I don't see you as Arial.
1: My, my script here is an aerial. So? 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 What? I don't know if that's indicative of something. No. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another one.
0: What, uh, and are they like an 8? Eight? 8 or 10? Ten, or?
1: 10, 12.
0: <laughs> really? I'm on 14 to 16 now. <laughs>
1: You that know, might be an age I like thing. a nice
0: big font. <laughs> yeah. I like a big bold font. What
1: is your favorite font? My, my I don't mom? have I
0: always do Times New Roman because I'm a new Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I am. That's the way print should look. You know? But I don't know. What do you know? Not much,
1: you. And now Life Adam in Wisconsin's High Noon Saloon. Cold beer, hot music, nothing wrong with that. It's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know? On today's show, they call him The Fonts because type designer Tom Rickner is probably responsible for both the font you love and the font you hate. To my right is John Tuleen, keyboards and offhand remarks. By his side, that stand-up guy on stand-up bass, Jeff Hammond. Straight ahead, so to speak, Lyle Anderson, Carol Honor, and phone answer. And myself, most definitely, Steph Lee. And now, the man so relieved global warming is all done with, Michael Feldman.
0: What a relief. I'm here with the global warming already. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Oh, yeah. Didn't last that long, global warming. And it was nice. Well, last year we had a very nice spring here. A very nice spring here, which we shouldn't have had by rights. This first time, actually, the fall, spring, you know, here in in Wisconsin turned out to be true. Really, it was suddenly, you know, it's ridiculous, temperature. We shouldn't be enjoying this, this much. Well, okay, here's the open now, okay. Up to the open. The open. You know, I miss the days when the only thing conservatives worried about was fluoride in the water. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyhow, well they worried about the price of gas as well. You know, it's up to seventeen nine. Gotta worry about that. Pretty soon it'll be twenty cents a gallon. Oh, what are you gonna do then? But everyone worried about that. And the bank's only paying eight percent, you know, that was worrisome. Chevy Bel Air selling for almost twenty three hundred dollars. That really got the conservatives up in those days. But yes, sirree. this is fun stuff.
2: Hard hitting, too.
0: Yes, it's hard-hitting, I know. And the Russians. Remember when conservatives hated the Russians? Oh, yeah. They hated those
2: Russians. Now they are the Russians.
0: Now, yes. Now they're... They changed Russian Russian dressing to Western dressing, ladies and gentlemen. That's how much they hated the Russians. Reagan didn't go there and say to the Russians, build a wall... No siree, that's pretty hot stuff here. I'm pushing the edge here, so if you're not with me, that's okay. Conservatives used to see commies under the bed. Now they're under the bed with them. It's the (laughs) strangest thing. What happened? Something happened. Something happened. They all have at least one shirtless Putin picture on their phones. You know that, they do. You don't want to see their phones. You don't want to see Putin shirtless either. He's pretty fit for a man his age. And you know uh, what uh, committee would getting peed on in Moscow come under? Foreign relations, the EPA, <laughs> Ways and Means, Public Works, Natural Resources? A joint committee. <laughs> All right then, Americans, you like this one? Americans are having less sex than they once did, while gerbils are having more than ever. <laughs> this may be because it's pretty impossible to have sex while the gerbils are going at it. And on the wheel, come on, guys, <laughs> slow down. Well, <laughs> sweetening the pot, the uh, Mars settlers are now being promised uh, tomatoes grown in their own urine. Yes. However, watermelons are going to take some doing, I think. <laughs> Okay, something to live for on Mars there. This is little things I mean that make a big difference on Mars. If you're going to go there and just die on a f- god-forsaken cool. planet for no reason, at least you'll have tomatoes. <laughs> With a slight tang to them. What is this tang I'm getting? <laughs> oh. It's a tang tomato. Oh, the tooth plaque of Neanderthals shows they dined on mushrooms, moss, pine nuts, and Homo sapiens. <laughs> I'll do it again, sure. Must have dropped out. The tooth plaque of Neanderthals show they dined on mushrooms, moss, pine nuts, and homo sapiens. Much better that time. I guess it was the reading. And finally, and I mean that IBM has has stored data on a single atom, but they can't prove it because they keep losing it. Thank you. you, And that's all it is, and thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, Oh, but wait a minute, it's the fonts. The fonts is here, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Yes, Tom Rick why do you come up here, Tom, because then it'll take longer to introduce you. It'll take a long time to get up on stage here and I gotta say stuff about you that I don't actually know. He is the fonts. I don't know if he started fonts, but we didn't used to have fonts. When I was growing up, I never heard the word font. Except once in a while, uh, you know, like in a church, there's a font or something for holy water. But we didn't hear too much of that around my house. And
4: uh,
0: how are you? Good. Uh, how are you doing? Good. What was your first font, Tom?
4: My first font? Your first font. You always remember your first know. font. I, I do. My, my first font was in junior high school, and I was Ooh. printing letterpress. Lucky guy. And it was Park Avenue. Park and Avenue. I, and I printed business cards for yeah. my dad in park avenue
0: park avenue and park avenue how would you describe it park avenue a is
4: a is a um it's a cursive it's an unconnected cursive ah unconnected beautiful florid typeface yeah that's from i want to say the mid 30s or 40s
0: so did you how how did this come
4: about then did you find i was this? in a shop and as part of shop you learned how to <laughs> cut crap you learned how to weld and you learned how to set type and print, and so that's that was my first font, Park Okay, Avenue.
0: which is a good example because we're talking here about something that was uh, essentially all about printers
4: and yes, print exactly. type and print
0: face and type print that's type. How,
4: that's how I got into into type yeah. and fonts. And was where, and where was this in this printing class? This was in Rochester, New York. This what was a nice a, class there! It was mm-hmm. uh, it was shop class, and then it was in high school that I decided I wanted to learn more about printing.
0: Yeah. And you know when I think about, I was thinking one time I went to New York, I don't know when I was seventeen or something. And uh, uh, among other things, you know, trying to, try to get laid the whole time, you know, and, <laughs> and unsuccessfully in a very successful sort of way. Anyhow, and anyhow, that's a different story. But that's we we're my walking story along of Rochester, in Rochester,
4: New York, as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is in New York City though. Oh. And we're walking. We're walking in the New York Times building. All the printers were out in the street, and they had those caps they made out of mm, the newspaper. Of, yep to keep the ink off their hair or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, they folded these little sailor caps and stuff, and mm-hmm. the guys were all sitting there taking a break, and I thought, God, that, to me, that's a printer, right? Exactly. And that's the way it was. That's what this whole thing was. Did they have, used to have to melt type or something? Is that how
4: Well, what they would do originally is uh, type was metal. It was, it was cast, and uh, you would, you'd, you'd cut the letter in reverse on a piece of steel as a punch, and then you'd punch that into brass and then you'd cast the letter in the brass. Ah. And so for, from the 1450s, um, mid-1450s, when Gutenberg sort of figured all this out, and another guy did too named Lawrence Costers. But there were two guys that figured out, OK, if we, could, we can actually make letters that you can cast in metal, and then you just hand set them. And it's a lot faster than handwriting all the books, yeah, one per book.
0: Which the monks were doing.
4: Yes, exactly. But they didn't
0: have Xerox. So they, it was. Cor- a, correct, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. Amazing. Xerox, which is actually where my, my dad worked. That's in Rochester, right. yep. In, is that in, in Rochester? Rochester. Yep.
0: Yeah. Is that how you got interested in all this sort of thing? Your no, dad's work? It,
4: um, no, it was uh, when I was in high school. We, again, another shop class. I was interested in photography, and it was the same classroom as the, the printing classes. And I'd done you know, letterpress printing in junior high, and then I thought this whole offset printing stuff was pretty cool, and typesetting with a photo typesetter was so cool. So you're like all,
0: all kids, I just, you're thinking offset printing is, what I, is cool. Yeah, exactly.
4: What really got me is when uh, we had a, what do you call it, one of those like, guidance counselors that comes in and talks about careers and said, You know, that if you were a press operator and working in a, in a printing <laughs> shop, you could make as much as thirty thousand dollars a year really and that's and you can, what you can print I it said, yourself that is, that's it you could print could your own thirty thousand 000 a year um, that's my career yeah i gotta do that
0: and you could print a lot more actually once you got it
4: once once you learned to print yeah you could you could yeah. print
0: and so did you do that
4: then so i went i went to uh the rochester Institute technology which is has a printing school actually it used to be the r.i.t the, the, RIT, the finest printing school in the world <laughs> and it was three miles from my house and, uh, and actually, when, you, when you're a freshman there, the Secret Service actually does come in and talks to you really? about you're going to be, be tempted. You're going to be tempted to try to print things, <laughs> things you shouldn't. Uh, really? Like money. Yep. <laughs> they, honest to God. That's, pretty, that's
0: graduate level, fresh, isn't it? Fresh I mean, freshman here, year. Yeah. And
4: then they give you all these great examples of how people have tried to do this, and you, know, you get busted. So, Yeah.
0: But they don't know the ones who didn't get busted. Yeah, I guess they wouldn't, no. by definition. Yeah. Those are the guys you get to yeah. talk to your class, I guess.
4: Yeah. Cool. And so then it was my first year of And what year are we talking about this here? Is, do we want to talk years? Yeah, that was... Yeah. that was. Just to situate yeah, people mid, who never... Mid-80s. Lived... Yeah. Mid-80s. Okay, so we're right yeah. on the
0: verge of the whole... Right. Digital right. Right, ex- exactly. Revolution. So
4: I'm sitting there in printing class, and, and, and then there was this lecture uh, about... Uh, by a gentleman named John Dreyfus, who's a, a famous printing historian and actually was a, was a type director back at Monotype, the company I work for now, mm-hmm. y- years and years ago. And he, uh, he talked about type and typography and this legend of the Baskerville typefaces. And I thought, legend look, of the Baskerville, the Baskerville, Baskerville type. typefaces, yes. Is,
0: the dog doesn't bark? Is mean, yeah, does that exactly. the one? Yeah, exactly. That's
4: yeah, I I won't get into the legend of the Baskerville types <laughs> as much, but but I, it occurred to me that oh my gosh, these letters I read them every day and someone actually makes them? That's crazy. Yeah. I want to do that. So, so now
0: how were they making the letters at this time? Was it was the start well, of the digital thing where they're actually getting digital fonts?
4: So, so yeah, so in 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 eighty four, so the Mac came out. And in eighty five the laser printer and this this uh, piece of software called Fontographer came out, and suddenly, for the first time, someone at home could actually uh, design and produce a typeface, which they could use on their own computer. Ah. so I just happened to be there at just the right time to uh, to get into the type business. Yeah,
0: were, were you at Apple or were, were no? You? I
4: was. This was this was when I was, a, well, I was a student at RIT. Still there. Um, and you know, my grandmother brought me my first Macintosh, and. Uh, and so I really have wanted... you still
0: got it because it's worth a lot of money
4: No, I should have kept it yeah yeah cost a fortune back then and then it's gone Yeah. So.
0: all right, so we're right on the verge of this now and then um, and when you think you know I, I remember like years ago back in the 80's or something and i didn't know much the computers were out and stuff and people were doing them and i, and I didn't even know how to click on a thing to get it you know so i didn't i didn't use them or anything because i'm very I'm analog as you can see mm-hmm. legal pad pen. Yeah, you know, that's me. By the way, I like this lettering. I think we could, uh, Thank you. we could do something with that. We can do that. That's Feldman Baroque. It's,
4: it's, 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 a, it's a lovely reverse drop shadow.
0: Yes, exactly. That's Most people tend to say.
4: I don't know why, probably because, you know, uh, you know it could be. Where your shadows go are very important, I think. T- typically, you know, you work right to left, right? Yeah. But you're if you're working, Jewish, you'd
0: work backwards. I mean,
4: I mean left, left to right. Yes, you're working right yeah. to left, and so I think that might be it. I think might it could be a be, Jew thing. Could be a Semitic thing.
0: <laughs> a better way of putting it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's explore that later. Yeah. You know, I'll give you this. You can take it honest to God, and I can do you the whole alphabet if you want. It's kind of awesome. blocky, but you yeah. know, I'll be happy to help you out. I'll be, you know, uh, at least I have a font to my name, Fontman. Yeah. Feldman. Uh, Fontman.
4: Feldman. Feldman grotesque.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, as I was saying, so uh, and uh, these people, I was in this room. I was probably at the station at the time, and so people were complaining about fonts. Mm-hmm. someone was saying, oh, "I hate them." And they, oh my God, I'm so sick. And it was the first time, and I didn't know what they're talking about. If they thought you know it was fonts, I didn't realize it. Fonts became very important in a subject mm-hmm. conversation. Everyone here has a favorite font and a font that they hate or whatever, yeah. and a lot of them in between.
4: Why the importance of a font at this point in, in our history? Well, first of all, we have two terms. We've got the term fonts, and we have the term typefaces. Typefaces. So typefaces are what people design. Okay. And fonts are the actual physical or digital product okay. that you actually use. And, uh, you know, I've, many have heard the story about... Um, Steve Jobs and how he learned about lettering and typography because he took uh, a course at Reed College in, in calligraphy ah. from Lloyd Reynolds and and that's what inspired him to try to put fonts into the uh, the Apple into the Macintosh. So that, that's where it and so end. and well the word font fonts have been around for you know over 500 years. Uh, But that's where it became sort of uh, known to the general public, is when people suddenly had a font menu in their computer and they could select something. And so that's why people talk about fonts so much now and not typefaces. And suddenly people had a way to express themselves and choose something that represented their voice. I mean, you wisely chose Times New Roman you talked about, you know, so that's a monotype typeface, you know, done to the London Times. And and so uh, great, great business-like typeface. Yeah. Most people are sick of it, so, and that's I'm that's, what, that's it, why I, have I still a, use that's, it. That's why I have a job because people want something other than Times New Roman.
0: Well, so. all right. So mostly I do. I just try to write something. Mm-hmm. So if it looks like it's in the Times, it's probably mm-hmm. good writing. Yeah, you know,
4: that's that's a that's, yeah. that's good thought process. Yeah.
0: And there is something emotional about all these things, which is absolutely neat, and, and psychological it's, and emotional. It's,
4: it's all about because yeah, if you get emotion. a
0: new, like, I was looking at some of the ones that are online there. Where did I put that? And you get to play around with them online. There's mm-hmm. a, the Google Fonts thing where you can actually yes. play around with all these, and they're free, and you can uh-huh. use them, and they want you to. You know, they want to own them all. Own all the th- You yeah, know, I mean, it's Google after all. But still. And what was I doing? Some of the uh, the one Ooh, that I really liked that. was the. Uh, uh, I'm trying to look at. The, actually, I'm trying to think of the one I actually did here. Was it the Oswald? No, I didn't look carefully. Oswald, Droid Serif? No. Oh, uh, droid, that was
4: good. Droid Serif. I, I worked on that. That's actually designed, oh, it's beautiful. it's beautiful. That's designed by my. <laughs> that's designed by my college roommate, Steve Madison.
0: Your college roommate designed fonts.
4: Uh, yeah, oh. we're, 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 we were business partners. Well, we are still yeah. business partners. You are. We, we both worked together uh, at Monotype, and he actually designed the typeface that is in your documentary. The, the headline <laughs> that was up there. Yeah, what it's, was that? It said in curls. Yeah. C U R L Z. not one of his favorite I don't or care most. For you yeah. know, it, it makes you think. It, yeah. It's it's great for your twelve-year-old daughter's sleepover invitation. Yeah, that's and it's, it's on my movie. Yeah. So how many twelve-year-olds are gonna go to that the movie? Yeah, that's a know. good question.
0: <laughs> not a good question. Not even a good question. Uh, no, what was the one? Where is that one I used? There what was an A something like. It sounded like a... A? Yeah. Arvo? No. Arbutus? Slab? No. Average? Sands? No. I thought it was... Anyhow, when you, you get one there and you, and you play around with the letters and stuff, you, you start wanting to write up to the letters, I mean, to, to, to they make you want to write the way the letters look. You know what I mean? There's ah, something you want okay. to write in the style that, that the letters deserve. If you, like, you get, like font you really deserve, you want to do something that's you know, the, the, that's deserving of the font. Okay. Do you find that? I don't know. I, it's kind of a weird thing.
4: I don't think about that. I think, no. I think of choosing the appropriate typeface for whatever you're trying to convey. So I think about what's the mood you're trying to, to cast. Yeah. So... But that's more
0: for like for graphics and stuff though, right? I mean, well, people anything, are setting up web pages or setting right. up... So you're trying to convey an emotion well, with the font.
4: There's some great memes out there about the font choice and one of them. Uh, is a uh, is a lovely uh, curly romantic typeface, and it says "Be Mine," and it looks great for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then you have the same word, the same words, "Be Mine," but written in this typeface, this dripping blood. <laughs> and they have different, yeah, they, different in,
0: connotations. In, in Trump bold,
4: yeah, it's a little different. Trump let, face. Oh, see this this. Lots of people are, are upset with Trump for lots of things. Yeah. And the thing that really gets me is yeah. that there's a, there was a great designer named, named uh, Trump, and he has oh. got some beautiful typefaces that I love. And now I can't even look at the typefaces. Oh no, you got to get past that. Yeah, Aww. so it's that
0: you got to get past. It's, that's where loving here? type can really Trump. suck. At I, times. And I have a list of all these things, and they're too small to read. There's like eight hundred or nine hundred of them, just a list of all the ones that are available right now.
4: For Google. Oh, yeah, Googles, yeah.
0: Yeah. Allen, Alerta, Alerta, Allura, Almendra. These are are like names for kids, right? If you want to name someone, then you can go through this. Uh, Amaranth, Amaranth, Amaranti, Amaranth, Amatic, Amethystra, Amira, Amida, Anaheim. Anaheim is not, I wouldn't go on with Anaheim. and Dada and Angkor Annie. Use are, your are we telescope. We not read all the typefaces that are. I'm um, just up to okay. Annie. Use your telescope. Okay, no, that's, I... right. that's the longest yeah. font name I've ever heard.
4: Yeah. Do you know anything about Annie? Use your telescope. Uh, I do. I do not actually. So the vast majority of faces on the Google Fonts aren't things I'd actually use. I gotta no. say.
0: So. How many are uh, are you responsible
4: for? Uh, responsible for not not many res- for. I've worked on. A I don't lot mean of, that in a bad way. I've I've worked on lots and lots of fonts, but but. When you work on a font, them, what do you do when you work on a? You I'm working on a font. Well, it, it it depends. So I, my my business card says type designer, but I don't do a ton of type design anymore. No. It's it's largely been about, the tool side of things and building building the software side of stuff, and so most of the stuff people read, people just you know someone draws it. And they, they generate a font. And you can install it and use it. And that's great. But lots of the stuff we did for Google and this Noto project that, that we talked uh, about earlier yeah. is, is about uh, building fonts for scripts and languages that are really complex and have a lot of software and engineering behind them. Because you're used to typing a letter. And, that, and when you type on the keyboard, there's a one-to-one correspondence between what you type mm-hmm. And what shows up on the screen. what you get. But that's not the way it works in, in many other scripts and languages. So like Arabic, you know, the, you have you have different you know, we have what's called bicameral, uppercase and lowercase, mm-hmm. right? You got two different kinds of of a letter. All right. Well, in Arabic, the shape of the letter changes based on where it is in the word. Ah. Right? If, is it a middle, end, or by itself? So you need four different shapes. It and seems so like a very, change very, it's a very fluid edu- typing, fluid it, script. As exactly, well. yeah. this is all connected. Yeah. So we spend a lot of our time, uh, you know, building building the software and the tools and and engineering the fonts to, to uh, render and display appropriately for this for that particular script. Sounds complex. It is. Yeah.
0: It's fun. If you like complexity, it's, I don't know. Not for me. It's
4: know. like it's like. You know, letters and Lego blocks put together. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. And does it have a, a deeper meaning, philosophical, psychological, Ooh. Ooh. spiritual, beyond spiritual. the letters themselves? Because, mm. You know, for example, Hebrew, which is kind of similar in some ways to Arabic, I think. I don't know. Mm. Uh, so both uh, there both are all left. kinds of spiritual meanings to all the letters and stuff, and, mm. and they go on, you know, the multiplicities. is Meanings you didn't yeah. know they had. I hadn't, I hadn't thought much about that, yeah. actually. Well, of course. It's not your thing. But I like to look for even more complex things in the... Comp- uh, well, I don't know, because it seems to me there would be. You know? script, it's a beautiful thing, scripting. Think about it. Even the, he, in the scripts that we... Like the cursives that we used to do in handwriting mm-hmm. that no longer exist anymore. And the oh. fact that they don't actually takes something out of the culture, This seems is to me. This
4: is, this is what's so sad. I've worked on a couple of projects where publishers have come to me and said... Yeah, can you make a font that looks like cursive handwriting? Because we don't have anyone to actually Doing handwrite it. <laughs> the manuals. So I've made fonts that, that try to create the look and feel of handwriting.
0: Yeah, you just got to get those cards they hung up in, in our grade school, room mm-hmm. around the, the capital M, the small M, and went around yeah. in, in cursive.
4: Yep. So we yeah. can't even afford to pay someone Nuns. with good handwriting to show you how to Nuns. use handwriting.
0: Go to the nuns. The nuns can do
4: it. I grew up Presbyterian, so we didn't have nuns. Yeah, you
0: gotta go to the nuns. No. The nuns got the handwriting. <laughs> you went to a Catholic school, you got the cursive, right? I, I have yeah. God bless them for that. The best thing
4: about the whole religion. I'm sorry,
0: I'm not, I'm not religious. Don't get me
4: wrong, I got lots Is of the Catholic curs- friends, but yeah. nuns scare me. They're them and clowns. No, it's, but they
0: write, they write beautifully. What a nice hand. What they're saying, but I, you know, it's still, it's still, well, it's an amazing thing. And then this, now this, and we shouldn't be worried that Google is, is trying to amass all the fonts. It's not that supposed exist. To, trying to
4: amass them. So, the, the, what they're trying to do, because, Take them. because they want to be able to communicate, yeah. uh, uh, what's, what's their mission? Their mission is making all knowledge available to everyone, right? So, so their goal is to be able to. Um, to publish in any script that's not or their language mission. system, come on. And so, what's that?
0: <laughs> that's not their mission, is it? Really, to make all well, knowledge available and, to everyone? Google, yeah, come on. That, that, that's intuitive. their
4: mission statement. I won't get into that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, uh, but as a result, they wanted to create a single unified family of typefaces mm-hmm. that support all written systems. Which no one's ever tried to to do that. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, So there have been lots of cases like a Rosetta Stone for typeface. Exactly, and so they wanted to have to start with a single sans serif that covers any character in any language. Wow! And so, so we this is what we've been working on for years. And so we created, you know, not just typefaces for Latin, Greeks, or like Arabic, Hebrew, Indic faces, and so on. Uh, We've got scripts like Shavian which is the the bernard the george? writing system Bernard? Sh- yeah really? george yeah. bernard shaw yeah. invented and oh, that's uh, interesting. uh scripts that i've seen the names on the spreadsheets but still can't e- even know how they're used or how to how to read them things like chakma or Foxpa <laughs> or sllatinagri um, yeah. and they, and so we've created a about um, what is it a couple hundred a couple hundred different f- kinds of fonts that support over 800 languages.
0: Well, that's amazing. So it looks like Google wins then when this is all <laughs> Well,
4: ex- everyone wins. I mean, yeah, we, I uh, well, we, we won because we got paid to do it, right? And, and so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, no, but an but everyone wins because these fonts are all open source. So yeah. anyone can download them for free and yeah. use them in anything they want. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty
0: cool. And, and I think they do have really significance beyond all that because we're, we're talking about languages here as well as fonts. Correct. And languages is also culture. Correct. And, and it goes into a lot of, just a lot of things.
4: Yeah. That we, uh, so that that's been one of the coolest parts of this is yeah. that some of my colleagues have had the opportunity to, to to help create the very first fonts for a given writing system. Yeah. Many Such of these, as which one? Which one? Uh, well, uh, uh, tib- Tibetan, well, it's actually, it's not true this is the first Font, but uh, the Tibetan fonts that we've produced are are the first that are really designed as type and not simply a digitization of calligraphy. because ah. lots of these scripts only exist in handwritten form, and so we've we've got a we've got to study the the history and the culture that is behind all these scripts and letter forms, and then produce something that is harmonious with the Latin, the Greek, Cyrillic, et cetera, that we've already designed. Yeah. It's
0: amazing. The project is called
4: It's called the Noto Project, Noto. which stands for no tofu. Which <laughs> if you if you have ever it, if you've ever looked at a uh, a website and you're reading along it also and there's a bunch of these rectangles. Yes. So because there's no type for it. There's, there's, no, there's no, no letter for it, for it. Yeah. and so that's called the missing character glyph. Oh. Or as we found out, um, uh, numerous people, I think in, in, in Japan and, and in Asia were calling it they're calling it the, to- the tofu glyph because it looks like it's like a square of bean curd. So, so the goal is to have no tofu show up on your website. And that's why they called it noTO.
0: Yeah, No unanswered letters Tom, thank you very much. Fascinating. Great to talk with you. Noto, Google Noto, check it out online. There's all kinds of examples of it. what they're doing. It's really quite amazing. Thank you very much. Very much, nice to meet you, Tom. (laughs) Tom Rickner, the fonts, there you have it. Check it out, check it out. Check it out, all right, hi there uh how you doing man i'm
2: doing good brother yeah are you (laughs) yeah
0: what you got for us here now what do you think this is
2: excuse me this is a tune called blue and green blue and green yeah is there a story behind those colors i'm sure there is all right but it's it's in the uh high vibrations of the color spectrum and so we can't go into that. this is not yours then no uh, famously recorded by Miles Davis. Oh, okay.
3: Cool. All right.
0: Evocative. Provocative. Very nice.
2: Too evocative, maybe? No, no, you don't like evocative. I was just evoked enough. The dread word, evocative. It's like, oh shit.
0: No, that's not my dread word. My dread word is bar time!
4: All right, so I'm here in the audience.
0: That's very nice, John Thanks. and Jeff. Very lovely. It was very beautiful. I'm very yeah, I don't, You're a little hung up on that word. <laughs> How you doing there? You want to say hello? Say hello to everybody. Hello. Oh. How are you? Good. What are you going to do today after this?
3: I don't know. <laughs>
0: what would you like to do? Okay, what's your name?
3: Liam. Liam? Yeah,
0: very nice to meet you. I'm Michael.
3: Hi. Hi.
0: <laughs> I used to be your age, but it was a few years ago.
2: <laughs> we could
0: have been friends if I was still your age.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Think it over. You don't have to do anything about that. Let's see. Uh, Coraline and Jack... And it says here, it's supposed to be a question, but it says about to be married. Is that a question or is that a declarative statement? Are you asking me if you should be married? (laughs) What, you guys here? Yeah? yeah. How how about is it?
4: Oh, it's for sure.
0: No, but I mean, is it soon?
4: Oh, yes, July 1st. July 1st?
0: Whoa, is it a big deal? (laughs) Is it making a...
1: Yeah, it's gonna be great.
0: It's our first wedding. It's a trial run. I understand that. You can work out all the kinks in the first one. And, and, but is it a big? Because uh, your folks have to pay for this.
1: Uh yeah, I'm oh. gonna hit 'em up for more money right after this. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, where are they? Are they around here? Here is my dad. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Did you know about this? Uh, I had a h- idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate to break it to you like this, but you're in big deep doo doo here uh, now. I, 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 I had an idea about that too. Yeah, yeah. I know. Elopement is always nice. It's so romantic to elope. I suggested it. But either
2: way, I'm very happy. It's just
0: the cost of a ladder, you know? That's good. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll get back to Dad here in a minute. You are? I'm Caroline. Caroline and?
4: Jace. Jace.
0: How are you, Jace?
4: Doing well. Doing well. Are you a football coach? I am. Who do you coach? Uh, UW-Whitewater. Whitewater. Whitewater.
2: (laughs) Yes, the fighting?
0: Warhawks. Warthogs The fighting warthogs of white water no the fighting what? Warhawks. Warhawks. Easy mistake to make. I'm sorry. And uh, and so and this is pretty exciting here, this thing and it just and it's there's so much to think about.
1: Yeah, there's lots to think about, lots
4: to shop for. Have
0: you thought about the dress? Because I watch that show all the time. <laughs> Have you got I mean that's the biggest thing to get through, I I think, don't you think?
4: Yeah, just picked it up yesterday, so we're good with that. Yeah. Are you really happy with it? I love it, yes. What did you come
0: what did you come away with?
1: Um well I can't describe it too much because my fiance's sitting next to me, but it's
2: white.
0: <laughs> Is that bad luck to describe it? You're not supposed to see you, but you can yeah. describe your dress, can't you?
2: White, long, strapless, beautiful. Yeah. That's and are
0: you are you going white, long, and strapless <laughs> as well?
2: No, I'm uh, I, I got a black suit. So, and so why
0: shouldn't the guys wear something a little different than the black, you know, tux I mean, you're going to all this trouble in this gorgeous dress, and uh, and he's you know, it's a nice suit, but
1: yeah, we're going classic black and white, plus, he already owned it. So,
0: he's <laughs> <laughs> he already owned it, is a good thing. I, I like the way she thinks already, this bodes well for the marriage.
2: Yes, we're uh, you know, we're always looking out for each other, and uh, save a little bit of money is not a bad thing.
0: Wonderful. Well, congratulations, and uh, we have a little something for you. I know it's a little premature. A little something to make it go uh, just perfect on that day on July 1st. Don't we, Stephanie?
1: Sure, Michael. Uh, put some <laughs> put some cosmopolitan flair in your coffee cup with some Kenya Gatamboya or Hartman Honey enticing coffees roasted by Herb and the boys at Denver's Famed Novo Coffee.
0: Yes, but that's not all because it's a wedding, (laughs) and we want to just start uh, kicking in. We well, don't we have a little coffee pot there too somewhere? Don't we go with the with Uh, the coffee? Sure. Yes.
1: Tip your hat and yes. your cup at the same time with the Top Hat Porcelain Espresso Cup,
0: yeah.
4: the
1: brim acting as convenient saucer from Seattle's Archie McPhee at
0: McPhee.com. So, yes! Whoa. Congratulations. Whoa. Congratulations to you both. Thank you so much. Yes, everyone. Great time. Dad, okay. See ya. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck to you. What? July 1st? Where is it? Quivy's Grove, I can't afford it.
3: No, you, you'd be a guest. Okay, I could
0: just say I'm, I'm expected?
3: Yeah. You're expecting, yeah. No,
0: not that. Uh, yeah. Okay, Okay. thank you very much. Sounds good. All right, everybody head to Quivy's Grove on July 1st. You can get it walk-in free. I bet there's a great bar. And I know they, they serve great. Have you been to Quivy's Grove? Yes. It's
2: wonderful. Oh, well, yes, and you can go in a tunnel.
0: You can go in a tunnel there.
2: Really? Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, from the bar to the restaurant. Oh, really? Or you could yeah, just yeah. stay in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, or just stay in the tunnel. Yeah.
0: I, I, that doesn't matter too much.
2: How are you? I am doing well. I'm here, and that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. And you are?
2: I'm Katie. Katie, how are you? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Michael. Hi, Michael. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Where's, where's so going? do you know how to make a Trump sandwich?
0: How how do you make a Trump sandwich?
2: It was on Wart yesterday. Okay, Okay, so you have white bread, a lot of bologna, (laughs) Russian dressing, and a little pickle.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much. Very nicely
2: done. Okay, you're gonna use that. I'll use that somewhere. I'm sure. Slip that in a conversation or something. I'm sure I'll find a place for it. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you are?
2: I'm Jerry. You're what? Jerry. Jerry. So Jerry Scalic. Jerry Scalic? Jerry Correct.
0: Where are the Scalics
2: hail from, Jerry? Uh, Mauston, Wisconsin, originally.
0: From <laughs> we anyway, in I in Mauston! You know that Mauston is what they almost named Boston? I always
2: like that about it. I always said that. They, I'd say Mauston, and they'd go, what are you doing way out here? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, and what do you do these days? Are you, uh, I'm retired these right? days, yep. So, so just how are you enjoying
0: oh it? Because uh, little, my little dalliance with at least semi-retirement has not gone
2: well. I'm enjoying it tremendously. You have skills, though, for it, don't you? I do. I practiced for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: didn't retire? You had retirement skills for 30 years? But, I mean, you, you do sports and things and golfing and... I'm uh, not a golfer, skier though, like to
2: ski. So skier, yeah. Part of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, that's what you
0: do. That's all you do is ski. I mean, that's going to get old. i uh, go- getting old. Hiking and traveling. Hiking and traveling. Okay, and you got a big trip lined up or something?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Head to Montana next week, actually. Have you heard about this Christian evangelical cruise <laughs>
2: up to Alaska? It's a life changer. That, that was news to me. That was news. So. Uh, I'm sorry I missed the opportunity. Actually. Okay. Right. Nice talking. Good luck with everything. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Sounds like you're doing good. You got this all worked out here. Let's go
0: to, this is the camera here, I guess. So let me just trip over the t- tripod. I can do that. How are you doing, Sheila? Hi. Yeah. Sheila, everybody. Uh, Corey Gingerich uh, is from Marion, uh, Iowa, and a music Publicist. I'm not sure what that is exactly, but maybe I could do that while I'm retired. Cory uh, Ginzer, are with. Okay, excuse me. I have to go over the Genser with table. Pardon me. are with for two. They're in back here. Okay, how are you? Hey, Corey. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm well, thank you. Yeah. Are you up here from Iowa? Or are you living here now, or? I uh, no. We drove up this morning. Just for this? Mostly, uh, yeah. Oh, what else? Uh, shopping, hanging out, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to impress her.
0: Do you, you get the feeling that he's trying to impress you? Um, sometimes, yeah. Well, if you were just, if, you, you, should, if you, you could tell him, first of all, does he have to impress you? No, no. of course not. See, for number one, she's already impressed with you. You don't have to do
2: something to impress her. I, I'm going the extra mile, I guess. Yeah. Going the extra mile is good, I guess. But what, what, uh, what is your name?
3: Kate.
0: What's one simple thing that he could do that will always impress you?
4: Um, recommend good books.
0: Recommend good books. I really didn't count on that one. Uh, that's uh, that's it. Just recommend good books to her. That's all you got to do, Corey. And you're you're
2: yeah, you're well read. Not really, no. no.
0: <laughs> Although,
2: my favorite author is from Wisconsin, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Perry. Michael oh. Perry, yes. Know him well. Mm-hmm. Michael Perry, that's good.
0: Can I have his number?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot
0: have his number. I don't even have his number. I don't know him that well. OK. All right, so find some other way of impressing her, but I think it's going to go very well. Because that was his question was about, too, is what can I do to impress? you?
1: Know. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's working,
2: so, okay. yeah. It's working. Women love NPR. That's, that's well, former yeah. NPR shows.
0: <laughs> Women love former NPR. I love that. Okay, good luck to you. Nice to meet you. Thanks,
2: Pleasure, okay.
0: You know, we're going to play the What Do You Know quiz because we uh, that's what we do here for a living, ostensibly. Not that it's a living. But uh, someone here, I would wager, is uh, hoping that they could get on the What Do You Know quiz. (laughs) Someone probably should say that for themselves rather than pointing to someone else (laughs) who's sitting at the bar and just trying to drink. So uh, who here, is there someone here who would like to see if they qualify for the What Do You Know quiz? It's a fabulous quiz. And uh, would you? What? What? Well, no, come on, you were for. No, you were, I don't care. No, come on, I I like you more than him anyway. I don't know what it is. He's nice. He's nice, but I think you, you really... Take your beer with you. How many shows can you take a beer with you and be on the show? How are you?
4: I'm good, how are you?
0: Good, and you are? I'm Catherine. Catherine, are you from around here?
4: I am. I'm the sister maid of honor of Caroline and Jace's okay. nuptials. All right. So, whose
0: sister are you?
4: I'm Caroline's That's sister. Caroline's
0: sister. Okay. Have you got your outfits and? Stuff? Are you happy with what you're wearing?
4: Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: What's, what is it? Can we say what you're wearing? Sky blue, floor length. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yep.
4: <laughs> Catherine.
0: Yes. Yes. Give me one good reason you should play this quiz, Catherine.
4: Um, because I'm Dave Anderson's daughter, and he's your biggest fan. Dave Anderson!
0: Okay, come on up here, Dave Anderson's daughter. And the one who doesn't have to pay the wedding for right now, apparently, so that's okay. be next. Catherine, if you'd have a seat there. Bring your beer with you. What you drinking there?
4: Drinking the champagne of beers, yes. Miller High Life. Woo-hoo! Miller
3: High
0: Life. Yes. Miller. High Life. I remember that was it. The champagne. Of Is it champagne of beers or, or beer. champagne of bottled beers? Used to be bottled beers. They dropped the bottle. They dropped the bottle because it, huh. it's in a bottle. They know that.
4: That's true. Yep.
0: Yeah. you can tell it's in a bottle just by <laughs> yes. looking at it. That's true. Is that your general beer? You know,
4: I like to fluctuate, I go yeah. back and forth. You do. You like Thank to you. fluctuate. That's a good <laughs> thing. And so, what
0: are you doing these days?
4: I'm a yoga teacher and a oh. caretaker.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I saw your car. What oh. sort of yoga do you yoga?
4: I do yin yoga.
0: Yin yoga. You don't do the yang? <laughs> no, no. That's for somebody else. That's for my sister. She teaches the high. She's the high on the yang? Yoga. Yep. So you're on the yin? Yep. What's well, in the yin and the yang yoga?
4: I'm slow. She's fast.
0: So you do more of the poses, holding the postures, and so forth?
4: Yep. Hold, so you're, you're a little
0: more traditional. Uh,
4: well, it depends what... What sure. lineage you're talking about? I guess the traditional in America is more what she does. No, I'm talking
0: about the Indian, the hatha yoga or the <laughs> they have kundalini. That's a whole different ballpark. I'm a over kundalini in India. myself.
4: Mm, oh, okay. Okay.
0: What kundalini are you? Well, I, I just did it one summer many years ago in the, uh, with the. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I never got that far with it, but I, I think it's an amazing thing actually. Yeah. It's not. Is so, it exercise? As but it's also spiritual. That's the cool thing about yeah, yoga, yeah, I think.
4: totally.
0: And you're, and you're certainly fit and all that. And you make a living at this? Uh, yeah. 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 Good, good, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. And uh, are you married as well? No. No. So two weddings for your dad, right? Uh, not
4: yeah. a, one on. for sure. Yeah, one for sure. <laughs> and
0: come on, just a matter of time. All right. Well, Catherine, great to have you here. You know, this is a general knowledge quiz. Someone uh, calls in out there uh, to play along with you. Mm-hmm. And you can win fabulous prizes. You've heard some of them already. Mm-hmm. And uh, how does it work then, though, Stephanie Lee?
1: If people want to play the quiz, they're going to pick up the phone and dial 608 250 3222 and answer this qualifying question. You're,
0: uh, you're more of a yin yoga.
1: I'm more of the fast yoga. You're
0: fast, you're hot yoga. Yeah. yeah. We went through this. <laughs> hot. She's hot. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga, anyway. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Someone out there calls in. That's the number to call. And uh, you can call that number. Here is a qualifying question, then. Uh, Have Republicans acceptance of Putin doubled, tripled, or quadrupled in the past 10 years? That's the question here. Republican acceptance of Vladimir Putin. As a guy, they'd want to know, is it doubled, tripled, or quadrupled? past 10 years. You know, us a call here. Randy's on the line I see from uh, Costa Mesa, California. Hey, Randy. Hey, Michael. Is this Randy? This is. Randy, who drives things, places? Uh, No, actually, I I, I work in
3: an office uh, to support my career as a semi-amateur musician. Oh, you're
0: (laughs) a uh, uh, semi-amateur. And what do you do to support
3: that? Uh, yeah, you know, work in an office, you know, oh, you do? run computers and things like that. Are
0: you working right now, Randy?
3: Uh, no, I'm watching the podcast.
0: Oh, you're watching the podcast. How does it look?
3: It looks excellent.
0: Oh, thank you very much. Very kind of you, Randy. Do you do any yoga, Randy, or anything athletic like that?
3: Uh, well, mo- mostly just finger exercises to play keyboards. Oh, you do, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you a working musician as well? Are you working some gigs out there in Costa Mesa? Uh...
3: I've got a, got a band, and we're currently writing things and hoping to start playing out again in the, uh, the spring-summer area.
0: Yeah. You get out this way uh, towards Wisconsin?
3: No. Um, uh, generally, we've been uh, limited to Southern California and, uh, and you know, how far we can drive on a tank of gas.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a good place to start anyhow. Let me ask you, yeah. ask Randy, have Republicans view uh, their acceptance of Vladimir Putin? Has it doubled, tripled, or quadrupled in the past 10 years?
3: I would say for the Republicans, it's quadrupled in the last ten years. That's
0: right. Congratulations. Woo! <laughs> it's up to 36 percent. They like them. They like their Vladimir Putin. Uh, okay, Randy. How's your weekend shaping up? You got stuff to you're going to after this?
3: Uh yeah. Going to go uh, see some friends play uh, up in Ventura this evening, wow. and uh, yeah. So it'll be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, sounds good, Randy. This is Catherine. She is your partner? Hi,
3: Catherine. Hi, Randy. What's good. Up? Good. That's bonding.
0: That's <laughs> bonding just salad. right off the bat there. I love that. <laughs> Very good. Uh, the two of you work as a team. You collaborate on this. We have various categories, don't we, Stephanie Lee?
1: We do. Those categories are current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you been paying attention, science,
0: and odds and ends. Okay. Randy, you pick the first one. What would you like? Uh, things you should have learned in school. Okay. Had you been paying attention? Uh, no, that's right, right there. That's okay. um, why do cats have bristles on their tongues? A, it gives uh, their hiss some timber. B, so you won't make them lick you. Um, and C, so they can groom through their tangles. It's an anti-tangling grooming device. Bristles on a cat's tongue. Talk it over. Even if you don't have cats. Mm. I, I'm leaning
3: towards C. You are right, Randy. I'm yeah. going to confidently agree with you.
0: She, she's confidently agreeing with you, and she is right. <laughs> yes. Woo! That's how you get through tangles with bristles on your tongue, ladies and gentlemen. Try it. You'll see. Uh, that would
1: That's be. one right, and the remaining categories are current events, people, places, science, and odds and ends. All
0: right, Catherine, what would you like? Um,
4: odds and ends, please. Odds and ends. Yeah. Could
0: be anything. Yes, it is. It's anything. Struwel Peter. Struwel Peter syndrome. That's probably German, so it'll probably be Struvel Peter syndrome. Is one of the following. Is it a fear of struvels? <laughs> the fear of a Struvel type of Peter <laughs> or uncombable hair syndrome. Hair that cannot be combed.
4: Is it me or Andy? What Both of
0: you, me? you work together on this. You can
4: Randy, what, do you, what are you thinking, bro? <laughs> oh.
0: Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a bro, by the way? Sisters in your family?
4: Well, I have a new brother in law. Brother in law, yeah. yeah.
0: That's a start. Yeah. But just the two girls? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Struvel Peters syndrome. Is it the fear of Struvels, fear of Peters, or uh, uncomfortable hair syndrome?
4: I'm, I'm leaning towards C. What Again. do you think? What do you Again think Again with the C. I, I, think
3: we can, uh, I think we can agree on that also.
0: Yes, that's it. See, Uncomable Hair Syndrome is the old Peter Syndrome, if you want to use that at your next
3: cocktail party.
1: <laughs> that's too right, and the remaining categories are Current Events, People, Places, and Science.
3: Okay, Randy, what do you think? Uh, science, please. Science,
0: it is. Uh, the Cute Little Tush, Smelly Feet, or Stinger with a Mind of Its Own, allows the bumblebee to find food. You're gonna to wanna to hear that again.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: The cute little tush, the smelly feet or the stinger with a mind of its own allows the bumblebee to find its food.
3: I would think it would be uh, the feet.
4: I'm gonna agree.
0: Holy cow, yes, it's the smelly feet. Woo! I thought it was the cute little tush. Unbelievable, holy
4: cow i ah! oh.
1: Catherine, keep friends and family, or sorry, keep friends and foes alike royally entertained playing what-do-you-know-the-party game, including an audience, plenty of cards and questions, and the irrepressible Michael Feldman bobblehead. Randy, given up on affordable care of any kind whatsoever? Then fly the somber gray felt pennant despair, highlighted with a depiction of a tiny storm cloud in black from Seattle's Archie McPhee at McPhee.com. Congratulations to both of you. You're in a party game, you can't beat that. Thank you very
0: much. much. Nice to meet you, best of luck to you and to your family.
1: you know podcast is produced hosted and no one else to blame by michael feldman made possible by kickstarter and the best audience a guy ever had and depends in large measure on john tulin jeff hammond aubrey ralph lyle anderson dylan brogan sheila shigley and yours most definitely stephanie lee stephanie lee Watch us grind our sausage live on YouTube at youtubecom user whatdyatube and enjoy the finished salami on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook for news, videos, and you never know what. Mine a motherload of what do you know nuggets at what do you know.net. Follow Michael on Twitter, where his nom de screen is at myfeldman. If you'd like to support what do you know, look for us on Patreon.com, where for as little as three dollars you can make Michael break into song or consider becoming an on-air sponsor to promote your goods your services or yourself over 50,000 what do you know downloads and growing
0: thank you Stephanie Lee
1: thank you boys in the band
0: John and Jeff here aren't they amazing you know you can take lessons and still come out not this good and you're playing they're great thank you all for coming here joining us thank you for watching there on your, uh, your tubes And uh, thank you for uh, taking the downloads. And if you haven't downloaded, what do you know on on the podcast there at iTunes, do that right now and write a nice little comment about how meaningful it is. It'll be the first time. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Boys in the band, Stephanie, thank you all. Remember to tip your bartender.